You're listening to The B Word Unpacked, brought to you by Good Stock Consulting. Hey y'all, welcome to the first episode of The B Word Unpacked with Good Stock. We are your hosts, Kimberly Butler-Willis, Kelly Annette McKenzie, and Dr. Ebony Jade Hilton. During the day, we are a trio of Black lady leaders in healthcare with a common bond of health equity and social justice that struggle every day with the constant demands of working womanhood. You know, we started Good Stock in 2018 to work within our passion, but we quickly realized that our meetings were just as therapeutic as they were strategic. And you know, something magical just happens when women are able to put their guards down and unpack their struggles from dating to marriage to blossoming at work while balancing self-care. The B Word Unpacked is our opportunity to share that beautiful Black girl magic with you. But before we dive more into what the B word really is and what it will be, let us tell you a little bit about your new best friends. Uh, Let's kick off with my homegirl, Kelly. All right. I'll jump right on in. So I am a Charleston, South Carolina native, but I did grow up overseas. So we left Charleston when I was two. And so I grew up in Germany. Um, I'm definitely a world traveler and it matters because it has impacted my outlook. You know, my whole, my whole worldview has been shaped by the different places I've seen and the the different experiences I've had. How many countries have you been to Kelly? I am 42 years old and have been to 42 countries. And so my goal is every year match that age to the country. And, um, I definitely will say that it was my travel and the opportunities that I had, um, an internship in South Africa. I worked at an HIV clinic for women who were doing a candle making project. And that totally shaped my whole worldview. And I knew I am going to do this moving forward. I didn't even know it was public health. I just knew I was 19 years old and I was in Africa making candles with women who were changing their lives. And I was like, you know what? I am going to be doing this in some way, shape, or form. Well, and so, what touched you so? What about the women? The resilience of these women. I mean, the HIV rate at that time, I was in South Africa in 96, I mean, sky high. And these women had to support themselves, support them families. They were just yeah. battling so many injustices. And in my own little, you know, teenage way, I was helping them to the extent that I could. And so... When I came back, I was like, I'm going to grad school. I'm going to figure out what is the theory behind all this grassrootsy stuff I've been doing. And this is what I want to do when I'm a grown up. And literally 20 years later, here I am in public health. I'm director of health at the United Way locally. I launched Good Stock Consulting with you ladies, which we'll get into. And um, I've committed my life to public health. Turning that passion into money. Passion and purpose. Yes. What about you, Dr. Hilton? Come through. I mean, I think it's it's good what Kelly says as far as you do what you can at the stage that you are. So um, for me, I'm from a place called Little Africa, South Carolina. Mm-hmm. I was born in the middle of three girls. Mm-hmm. And um, and growing up when I was eight years old, my mom told us about um, the fact that we actually had a little boy that was our oldest brother, but he actually passed away at three days of age. And so it was at eight years old that I decided I wanted to be a doctor and try to influence and shape the world. And at that time, the only way I could influence and shape the world was by Help my little sister to all <laughs> <laughs> her fault. But um, but being that I, I came from a community where you didn't see doctors, you didn't see lawyers, you didn't even see teachers um, in the neighborhood I grew up. Um, so the idea of being a doctor, I had no clue how to get there. I just knew I had to be there. Mm. And so um, in going into med school, I kind of grown up into this this idea of what a doctor actually means. And what I saw in my in my studies was that 
there are a lot of disparities that are particularly targeting um, the African-American community. Mm -hmm. um, I had opportunities to travel abroad, as Kelly has, and I've um, worked and lived in Tanzania for off and on for a month and a half or so, and saw that they also have disparities, but their disparities in some ways are better than our disparities here in the United Crazy. States. And so that really gave Crazy. me a push to say, I have to do something. So I'm a double board anesthesiologist. Um, I work in critical care and just try to make a difference in the way that I can. Wow. And then I have to follow all of that. Girl, uh, you know you're fabulous. Well, yeah. Dr. Hilton and I share a lot in common, not the doctor part, but the country part. So I'm from Hollywood, <laughs> South Carolina, born and right. raised. Um, on the playground is where I spent most of my yeah, days. Most of my day, right? day. Um, but no, growing up in Hollywood, same story. So teacher, doctor, lawyer. So you had the basics and the fundamentals. And even going into college, I was a first-generation college student, and I have three sisters. It's four girls, the Butler girls. And while they went to college, there wasn't a real emphasis on career building. We're mm -hmm. a real close-knit family. We love mm -hmm. each other, and we love hard. But there was my parents never had to push us to excel academically. So when I got to college, it was like, natural, you're going to go to college, but then what? And I ran into some awesome professors at the University of South Carolina who introduced me to public health. I didn't even know it was a thing. Mm -hmm. And teen pregnancy was their um, niche at the time. And I thought, teen pregnancy, that's a thing? So I can work in teen pregnancy. Like, I can just go and talk to girls who look like me and say, please don't get pregnant. And how can I help you yep. not get pregnant? Yep. This is amazing. And so that just opened a whole world of sexual health education and awareness and instruction and now into health administration in a way that I can take my grassroots beginnings and apply it on a higher level. So I'm creating policies and processes that not just um, affect the bottom line, but affects the people. Mm -hmm. And that's really what I love most. Again, like Kelly, turning that passion into purpose. And it's right. been amazing. We got a podcast. We got a podcast, y'all. <laughs> oh, but now that we've done all of that and told you exactly who we are, and now when you see us and hear our voice, you say, hey, girl, hey, let us tell you why the B word unpacked, how it came into, wait a minute, back up, good stock. Yeah, Why good right. stock? Let's talk so, about good stock. So it was this weird meeting. I was in a meeting with um, Kelly. She just come into Trident United Way. And I thought, who is this black girl? She is amazing. And she does not know yet, but she is going to be my friend. And she <laughs> right. resisted for a little bit, Eb. She did. She did. She did. And but she loved you. Yeah. And then I knew Dr. Hilton. Her, her baby sister is my best friend. And I just thought, these right. are two of the baddest women in the game. I'm going right. to invite them to my house and see what happens. And she right. invited us to Hollywood. My first time to Hollywood, South Carolina. Mm -hmm. She definitely was the hostess with the mostest. I walked in and I was like, your house reflects you so perfectly. And um, I just got to say, sidebar, your refrigerator, you blew my son's mind. The <laughs> The, the snack yes. organization of Listen. that refrigerator had my right. son's mind. Happy just, kids, happy life. Woo, amen right. to that. But, you know, Kim invited us into her home and started to really discuss, guys, what can we collectively do to make an impact on health outcomes in our community? Mm -hmm. And it was really powerful and it was really organic. And I just remember meeting Ebony and thinking, who is this chick? I've heard of her before. Right. I mean, people know right. Dr. Hilton, but mm -hmm. to sit with the three of us talking collectively, 
I just feel like the magic happened. It just happened. And right. she had the flu throw up on her shirt. Girl. Right. right? <laughs> I think it was, I think it was the, the interesting thing was we were all doing so much work in our individual pockets. Mm-hmm. And I think at times that can be overwhelming when you see there's a problem. And many women have ideas of, I know I have to do something to tackle it, but it can seem too big on your own. So when we walked into the house, my thought was, I know I have five to 10 things on my plate. Mm-hmm. How can I juggle this? And I'm trying to now take on this other task. But what I found was that in finding you guys, we actually could share the responsibilities and we were stronger together. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And so one year later, we're still here, y'all. We're we still here. <laughs> we're still building. And now we have the B word unpacked. And I see it as our as a supplemental piece to good stock. So while in good stock, we're hyper professional and strategic and always looking for opportunities to better the community. I believe the B word unpacked is going to give us the opportunity to just let our hair down and say, girl, let me tell you what happened today. Mm-hmm. You know, right? Mm-hmm. So we chose the title because each episode will unpack, process, debate, even some real life topics that we all face. So B word topics like birth, broom, balance. You get it? Right? You got it. Got it, right? Yeah, got it. And, you know, and am I the only one that hates unpacking? Like, I literally hate unpacking. Never. I, no. I still have suitcases from last, like literally from a week ago. Yep. That yep. I pass every single day. You know, I'm over here <laughs> saying I love to unpack. Oh, gosh. I she's know. so weird. I'm OCD. I'm OCD. <laughs> as soon as that flight lands, I get home and I'm like, I've got to put everything back in this place. I, I, I'm oh OCD. I acknowledge. No. I'll come unpack for you, girl. That's Listen, my happy place. Because that stuff is staying in my suitcase <laughs> until I need it. Yes. Right. It will unpack organically. <laughs> my heart yes but this has become a good group for us to unpack and process daily so not just literally but figuratively it's our chance to let our hair down and talk about the good and the bad and I mean who would have thought you know we initially thought of good stock as just about health care and health outcomes and uplifting disenfranchised communities but who would have known we would have turned into each other's counselors I mean that's the beauty of fellowship and and that's really the beauty of b-word unpacked we want women who listen to this podcast to feel like girl me too because it's like we've all been there in some way shape or form yeah well I have a cute let's do this quick game cute game all right so to start building this sisterhood or this virtual sisterhood the b-pack right all right We're going to share a B word that's been most used to describe us growing up and encourage you to reflect on how you've been categorized too. So tell me, let's start with you, Dr. Hilton. Mm -hmm. Tell us a B word. And I, we got a couple in mind. Yeah. That has, that's. (laughs) No, well, let's put a twist on it. A B word that you think um, that people have called you are used to categorize you, but one that you resonate with personally, because it may be different, you know? Right. Um, I would say the word that resonates with me um, uh, would be blessed. And (laughs) reason I say that is that I do come from a background that on paper, no one would have ever written my life story out the way it is. Mm-hmm. You know, I come from a single parent home. Um, parents were into different things. They were young parents that delved into some mm-hmm. um, some social kind of living that is not necessarily conducive to being 
a parent at the moment. Yep. Um, all those lines. Okay. <laughs> right. You know, grew up in a, in a um, like I said, in a neighborhood where you did not see um, anything that, that promoted success or affluence. So to go from that mm-hmm. to now being on this other side of the line, I've been blessed to be able to see how both sides live. And therefore, it gives me a perspective of how I can make differences, how I can make changes, um, and just seeing how God literally protected me all along the way. So I would say my B word would definitely be just blessed. Mm. The word and many, um, I don't know, what word would y'all, the B word that you would use? Girl, me, other- girl we know the word because okay. we've heard it countless times in your presence, mm-hmm. and that word is beautiful. Beauty. Okay, let me touch on that, and let me talk. It's weird to me. <laughs> Like, even now, my face is probably a shade of red because I am high yellow. But (laughs) people call me beautiful. I do not see myself as beautiful. Um, And I don't know if that goes back to when you're a kid. You listen to what other people call you, and therefore you fall into this this, um, subconscious thinking of that's who I am. But Mm. I'm the middle of three girls. My eldest sister was a beautiful one. That's Brandy. She was absolutely gorgeous, is still absolutely gorgeous. Um, she was a model. My youngest sister, which we call Juki. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, hey, Juki. Right. Juki was the funny one. She, I mean, she is one of those extroverts that as soon as you meet her, you, you feel like you've known her for years. And then I was the smart one. I was the, the brainy one. So B, that's my B, the brainy one of, um, <laughs> of the family. And so I don't see myself as being this kind of beautiful person. Um, so whenever I hear people describe me as, as such, it just makes me take a pause. Well, I can you know, say that we have seen men and women hello, stop in their tracks. Stop in their tracks. Yes. And, and ditto. Yes. And ditto. Yeah. Not going to do me on this podcast. Ditto. <laughs> <laughs> But you know what? When you say that, it makes me think of a quote I heard or a conversation I was in where they were talking about kids do not live up to their own expectations, Mm -hmm. but to the expectations around them. Mm -hmm. And so if that's something that you heard, even when you look in the mirror, it's obvious that you're gorgeous. You know, it's unequivocal. But if you're in an environment or in a setting where you're not hearing that or where that's not encouraged or promoted, you start to believe what you're around. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that classic classic right makes sense right yeah right what about you Kels without a doubt the b word that I was called growing up is bossy Mm. and I'm bossy I'm bossy (laughs) (laughs) and I think it's by virtue of being what they call down here old people churn so (laughs) you know my parents did have me later in life and my father loves to tell the story of when he took me and my older sister Gia to get shots and I was four and Gia was eight and we were going on some trip and apparently we got in there. He took us to the back to see the doctor. And, um, you know, she started crying a little bit and was hemming and hawing. Apparently I rolled up my little four-year-old sleeve and I said, doctor, can I please have my shot so I can get my lollipop? And so since <laughs> that day, like my- You've been pa- running stuff. I've been running stuff since fall. I mean, truly, I've been a little on the bossy side, but truly, I think it's more of a leadership quality. There you Let's go. reframe from bossy go. to have been a leader. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when I think of myself, the word I would use to describe myself is 
is brave. I mean, mm-hmm. I've done some I've done some shit that the average person really Hello. hasn't done. Yes, you have. I mean, right. I've, yes, you have. I've lived on an island in the South Pacific yes. uh, by I yourself, was by myself, okay. where I was right. one or two black people. Okay. Um, I've jumped off a fifty foot cliff and I've right. scuba dived with sharks Ooh. and I mean, I've done some crazy stuff and yes. you know it fuels me like being able to push the envelope a little bit and, and challenge myself a bit. You know, it it's reassuring right. to know that we can go farther than we actually think that we have the ability to. All you got to do is just, you, you take the leap. You just and then jump. You, right. you jump. You and then you're surprised jump. at what you can do. You know, right. I find that sometimes as African-Americans, we don't encourage that in our children mm-hmm. enough to just jump. Mm-hmm. And it comes probably comes from generations of um, being cautious as a mode of survival. Girl. But we right. now have kids, our families, where we're not encouraging our kids to take that leap and to take a risk because... Back in the day, you could die. Sure. You know, right. so. It wasn't an option. Still today. Yeah. Still today, friend. Still. T- yeah. Okay. To Hello. Okay. Come through. Come right. through. What about right. you, girl? What um, about you, Kim? I would say the word that resonates most with me would be balanced. I'm a Libra. And I take oh, that very God. seriously. Wait now. That's what you were called as a girl? No, that's that's the word that I'm choosing for myself. Okay. So okay. I. the script. Flip the script. I, yes. I love this. A sense of peace. Um, I'm always talking about my energy and people around me. I'm very selective and I curate my friend circles Mm -hmm. in a way that um, I hope to be the lesser of the group because I want to be surrounded by people who I think are bosses, who I think run stuff, who have qualities and characteristics that I admire and want to emulate. Sure. So, um, and there's, And the balance in that is because I'm an empath. And so when I have messy people or heavy people or um, Eeyores, as I call them, around me, they drag me down. So I have to be careful about the spaces I'm in and the people I'm around. And um, I like to call myself an extroverted introvert. You 100% are. And you do it so beautifully, girl. You do it so beautifully. You really have the ability to allow others to shine without dimming your own special light. Because a candle loses nothing by lighting another. There you go. That's my favorite quote. But my family, so I am the fourth (laughs) of girls. So four girls, the Butler girls, Karen, April, and Stacia. And they would call me bougie. In fact, they put it on a t-shirt, on our family Mm. t-shirts. And I I was... A little annoyed by it, but I'm gonna go and take it because you're right. Take it. You're right. I take want it. certain stuff. Um, I want nice things. Um, you I, want a new Audi delivered by the internet? Yes, I want to buy it on, on the internet. I want that's how, to. That's how it should be. Yeah, I want to do a, a lot. I want to do a few great things yes. versus a whole bunch of dumb stuff. Mm-hmm. I want I a nice home and I want to chuck it full of Target. Right. I would say that was bold. Bold. For yeah, me, you, you live like yeah. boldly. I would say bold too, girl. Really, absolutely. Yeah. You're, you're bold with it. You uh, have the confidence to say, "This is what I, this is what I deserve, and this is what I'm going to go for." Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cute that y'all call it confidence because I do not feel confident. I mean, right. I probably struggle with insecurity like all my life, and the boldness right. is me trying to counteract that negative narrative. Well, girl, you do Thanks. it flawlessly, is all I can say. I'm trying, Lord. Right. Keep me right. on the prayer list, y'all. <laughs> 
So now you know a little bit about us. You know who we are, what we do, and why we started the B Word. So stick with us as we grow this podcast. Each week, we'll explore a new B Word topic together. We'll discuss why it matters, and we'll be and we'll discuss why you should be bothered because mm-hmm. we often are. We'll share some advice and hopefully hear from our listeners. So comment, give us feedback, let us know what you want to talk about, let us know about your experiences, so we can make sure we fold that on in. Right. So, ladies, we hope you'll tune in for our next episode as we unpack. Until Until the next next time. Learn more about Goodstock Consulting at www.goodstockconsulting.com. Be sure to follow on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn.